This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Do you like sci-fi, fantasy, action, adventure, and comic books? Then you've come to the right place for your weekly dose of anything and everything geek. So strap in and let's get this show on the road. Welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast. Welcome back, sci-fi fans. It's the Science Fictionary Podcast. We're here to talk about that WandaVision season finale, or series finale. Yes, um, series finale. So yeah. um, we're going to get into it. I, I'm going to go ahead and ask David. I haven't, we haven't talked about it ahead of time. Um, I have seen David's tweets, though. He's, he's not happy about yeah. some things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's just kind of let's go ahead and just kind of get into it i mean i really liked it i have some gripes but i think my gripes are mostly minor gripes and they're not gripes about the story the main story yeah marisha um, what about no i i, I mostly liked it but, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious about the the uh... so, as as an episode i thought it was fine uh now as an episode of the show, I think it was probably the weakest episode, um, in my opinion. It was the most Marvel episode. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. witches fighting and there's colors all around. And there was a couple bits like that that it just kind of like felt off to me. But as an episode, it was fine. What I'm mostly upset about, and that's what I've just been dying to talk about this all week, is that, or well, for like the past three days, is that everyone is saying things like, well, the fans hyped it up. It's your fault. You're disappointed and stuff like that. But the way I see it, the hype was not coming out of nowhere. There were reasons we expected these crazy, super interesting and fun things to happen. Um, disregarding the fake trailer that we thought was real, that Dr. Strange was going to be like, <laughs> right. disregarding that. That was my dis- fault, but yeah. Yeah. Completely disregard. Well, that, I mean, a lot of different channels posted it, but disregarding that. The way the show was written, to have things like Jimmy Woo mentioning his person in um, Witness Protection and Monica Rambeau mentioning the aeros- uh, aerospace scientist and, and even the actress Monica Rambeau, she said, like, I can't wait for y'all to find out who that is, who, which we didn't. Um, which we may, though. We, we may just – she may already know. Can we just right. Eventually out? we may, but, like, within the concept of the show, it's like – Right. We we have every right to expect those answers to be those answers to be given. Um, I th- I think because it's within the show. We now know that Paul Bettany was joking, of course, but he's talking about that cameo. And but at the time when we're first hearing that, we're thinking, okay, cool. And then you got stuff like um like uh, Elizabeth Olsen saying there's a Luke Skywalker level cameo, which we now I now just think she was talking about Evan Peters. Um, yeah. But I mean. Uh, still, like like I said before in this previous episode, like she must think the Unless world of Evan Peters. Either that, or they were all messing with us, and hers was that the Scarlet Witch was finally going to show up. You Probably. know, I, and you know, though they could have filmed something that, that is, they didn't wind up using. That's true too. But I mean, the 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 Scarlet Witch name drop, and not just the name drop. I mean, mm-hmm. now she is the Scarlet probably, Witch. Yeah, and I mean that's a pretty big deal. So it is a pretty big deal. But I just think that, like, the way the show was, like, deliberately written. Oh, and also just, like, the Evan Peters stuff. Like, what I'm saying is the people behind the show had to have known when they put all this stuff in, even the small stuff like witness protection person, the aerotech guy, Evan Peters. They had to have known what it would make fans think, what it would yeah. make fans get excited for. And then to turn that into a penis joke is just annoying with the Ralph Boner. Like that's right. what that's what's getting at me a little bit is that it's like yes I was hyped up but it was for a reason like we weren't making mm-hmm. this stuff up out of nowhere we had that's a reason true. to expect these cool things to come like very tangible reasons and so for it not to come it is a little disappointing but when I when I take that away I think it was a fine very good conclusion though I do think though just as the conclusion to the show it was like the most boring possible conclusion they could come up with like of all the different routes they could take, I think the most boring one was. Which, by the way, we're spoiling the whole show. But uh, the most boring one was 
Wanda beats Agatha. Wanda goes away. I cried. Um, it was very emotional. <laughs> I'll get off I mean, my soapbox for now. I mean, what I liked about it is that they did keep it a very personal story. And what I do appreciate about this series is that I think that they probably did as good of a job, maybe better than any TV series has ever done in dealing with grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was and very did a good. Fantastic, fantastic job with that. Um, I really don't mind the fact that she went away at the end. Like, I, I think that that makes a lot of sense. That yeah, she's going. Makes sense. Well, I think for one, she she knows she hurt people, and she's mm-hmm. going somewhere where she can't. It's a very Hulk ending. Very much. Yeah, like yeah it's very similar to the Hulk ending. Uh, know, but I, she's I, I also just... gone somewhere where she can study. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I I don't know. We don't know where she is for sure. But I heard a theory earlier. Was it Jeremy Johns that was, or someone else that posed the possibility that that lake she's at is the crater uh, that was created by the destruction of Sokovia? That'd be interesting. Be interesting. I mean, it's it's a cool little point if that's if that's what they did. But mm-hmm. um, and I do see like honestly, I feel like most of the disappointment with this episode was things that the cast was saying that raised unrealistic expectations about I mean, what I, was going to happen. But you know, people had a lot of those expectations. A lot, a lot of those theories have existed before the show even started. Before the yeah, actors really started talking about it. Yeah, but then and, the actors said it, and so everybody was like, oh, no, a real person said it. Right. So I do feel like that was a marketing mistake for them to say, because it's hard enough to pull off a finale that people like. Yeah. It's hard enough to end a story like that, that in a way that is satisfying to people. And for them to raise expectations about things that they were absolutely not going to do. Like, I'm sure Paul Bettany thought it was really funny. He did. Uh, I'm sure he did. Which it is pretty freaking funny in hindsight. It is pretty funny. But him in conjunction with everybody else, it's like, yeah, probably not the way to increase satisfaction with your finale. Yeah. Right. Now, there are, now, I like I said, I have a few gripes. Now, my gripes are, are really minor compared to the story. Now, as far as the witness protection person, I'm really assuming at this point that that's Ralph. And, that's so why, and if they would have well, had a scene with Jimmy with Jimmy being like, has anybody seen my guy's name's Boner? Like, fine. Yeah. Right. Well, and I, I think that Ralph Boner is his fake name. And it, it's basically a rip from Growing Pains from Mike Seaver's best friend. It, Growing Pains was a very popular sitcom in the 90s. Kurt yeah, Cameron. Like, that's Kurt, what, Kurt, where Kurt Cameron got his start. Kurt Cameron and who else? Leo DiCaprio. True. Oh, okay. So, it was worth watching in the 80s and 90s. Um, that ca- that name that he's got there, I, I believe, is his fake name. And, it, and it's from a sitcom, which fits with everything else we've gotten. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe so, he is something nah, He's no. I don't think so. You don't think I, he's some, something else? He's something else. But that's why nobody in the town, when he shows up as, as Quicksilver, nobody mm-hmm. knows who he is. So, so no, you know, nobody true. disputes it. Because he's an unknown. So does he get his ability to to move? So because like, I I think that that was purely. But he's even doing it after when she's not there. Right, but she he we never see him do it when, once Wanda pulls that or uh I'm sorry once Monica, Monica pulls that charmed necklace yeah. off of him. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. That's what I assumed. Yeah. Was that? The power, because you know, the same the same way that Wanda was able to give her kids powers mm-hmm. uh, that she created. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's anything more. But I guess my issue is just that, like, it's they very new, <laughs> right? When they did that, what we would think it meant, and it almost right. feels like a bit of like a ah, uh, we got you, get it? Yeah. All right, go over there. We're not giving you something cool. It's, That'd be too cool. It's a very meta pull to have him in there as just a nobody. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they had to have known that people were going to draw conclusions from that. And that's the thing. All the twists and turns that they gave us in the first half of the season were there to kind of 
give us, you know, make us ask questions. The problem is, is it made us ask a lot of questions that now we feel unfulfilled about. Yeah. Right. And that it's, I think, I, I think it's partly the fans fault, partly this show's fault. Because yeah. like I said, I don't think those now, theories, they didn't come from nowhere. We weren't I pulling think, it all out of our ass. Right. Yeah. And I do think looking, I think as this show ages, I think it's going to age very well. I think mm -hmm. that in time we will forget about all of those expectations that were put on it mm -hmm. and we can enjoy it for what it is. Um, and, I, and like I said, I really love the episode and, and I actually think that it's probably in the top three episodes, at least, you know, for me it is. I, um, I understand why you would think that. I just, what I really enjoyed about the show was like the really interesting, like fun stuff towards the beginning. Like I like the mm -hmm. sitcom stuff that I liked it cause it was so, di it's so different from everything Marvel. And like I said, this feels like the most mm -hmm. Marvel cinematic universe episode, which mm -hmm. is fair. It's in the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah, right, it's perfectly right. fine for that to happen. But there's a couple of, like, I was so bored watching Agnes and Wanda fight. You know what I mean? You know, though the fight was sort of, the least interesting thing about the episode. Yeah, it yeah. was. The fight was the fight happened because it had to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not because we needed to build up to this big fight. We literally had to address this situation that, you know, they had to have the fight. Um, How crazy is it that we are in that like the cinematic, you know, the big CGI fight, and we're like, eh, seen it before. I mean, how weird is that? That that's just like run of the mill. I now. mean, it was cool, but I, I, you know, it was one of those that I just felt like we kind of knew how it was going to play out. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I didn't exactly get my prediction right about what was going to happen with Vision and White Vision, mm -hmm. and that they were going to merge into one complete being, yeah. but they kind of did. You know, Kinda. they, he still gives him, unlocks all that information that's already yeah. there. Mm -hmm. So, and I wonder where he goes. That is, that's probably the most interesting question for me. It's like, what happened to white vision? Where'd he go? There's some real interesting things happening. I don't know if you've really like the, the sign outside the theater has shown all kinds of stuff throughout the, uh, season that is usually relevant to whatever's happening on screen. Mm -hmm. And. I, I, I'm surprised uh, the the sign in the background when Vi when White Vision leaves uh, has the Tannhauser Gate from the um, <clears throat> Tears in the Rain quote from Blade Runner. Oh, uh, the Tannhauser really Gate, cool. yeah, it's from that soliloquy, and the Tannhauser Gate is often believed to be a a way station for ships in space. And so I I wonder, I mean, we have a space station up there. So yeah. I, I and it could just I initially I thought it could be that or it could just be a Philip K. Dick reference. Right. Because of all the stuff he wrote with Androids, except that Philip K. Dick did not write that quote. It's not in the Blade Runner book. Interesting. Uh, it was actually written by a David Peoples. Oh, the screenwriter for um, yeah, for Blade Runner. Yeah, I've talked about that before. <laughs> like I googled myself and yeah, <laughs> I think like, that's funny. Oh. I th and, uh, I mean, it might just it might just be a reference to the movie then. Yeah, it could be. Now Mephisto may not have been in the show, but he is in the chat. Huh? Huh? Should we be worried? <laughs> Mephisto is in the chat here. Uh, I'm Mephisto. I've been. It's, it's been Mephisto all along. Oh, he's been Mephisto, David all. Mephisto has Billy and Tommy. Ah, uh, it's possible. Do you? Is that what's going on? Oh, uh, Billy and Tommy. <laughs> what? It, what would Paul Bettany? What does Paul Bettany say? Uh, snitches end up in ditches. Right. Well, I have Billy and Tommy. Oh, he does. He said he does. Oh dear. Uh, so, but can't I. You know, I don't know what that, that whole thing, that, that thing from Blade Runner might simply be because of the dealing with androids. That might be all yeah. that's about. Uh, it might be a clue as to where he went. It yeah. may not, but it will be interesting because I'm assuming that he's also gone somewhere to, to kind of assess this new information Yeah. that yeah. he's received. Um, um, because, 
you know, he, he is, I mean, he is synthetic, but he has emotions. I mean, he's a, he's a sentient being. Yeah. And so, it's I mean, the same hardware that vision, the original vision was, they mm-hmm. put the body back together. Right. And now all of the memories and stuff has been given, given to him. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I love that. That was, my, my, that might've been my favorite scene of the episode. The, the scene, all the scenes between the two visions. That's because a terrific scene. Yeah, it's a it terrific scene, and and that's the perfect example of like the exact opposite of what was going on within my opinion, Agatha and Wanda. Like, oh, they're fighting magic with this one. Um, colored Vision was like, can we talk this out? And then of course, yeah. White Vision's still fighting, but then they end up do talking it out, and they're hovering like it looked like even like they were in a library mm-hmm. or something like that, and they were like having a conversation, and it like it was so interesting, and and the the ship. Um, thought experiment. I mean, I, I, I'm aware of that. I, that's this isn't my first time I've heard it. So when they brought it up, I'm like, well, that kind of perfectly fits what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Who is the real right. Vision? They both are, and they both aren't at the same time. And so, yeah, I think it's really cool. I'm sure I know we're going to see Vision again, and he'll pretty oh, much sure. just end up. I, I'm guessing he'll just end up as like status quo, what we know as Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. probably in Doctor Strange. Since Wanda's going to be in Doctor Strange, if not there, then whatever follow-up thing for Wanda after Doctor Strange, yeah. right? And I, so what do y'all think they're doing with Wanda? I mean, Wanda's clearly coming back at least in Doctor Strange. Now we've got a, a year wait for that. Do do we think she might show up in something between now and then? Could she show up in Spider Man? We know we got that coming up this year, potentially because Doctor um, Strange will be in Spider Man. Right. And especially if they if if the rumors are true and they really are going to kind of be doing multiverse stuff in Spider-Man. Right. I think she's a likely um right. a likely candidate there. So, did And we, I've said in, I've said I've ahead, said that Eric. I I theorized that Wanda could be the villain for Phase 4 basically. And uh, I, yeah. Well, that was my next still, question. Yeah. Mhm. Is Wanda the big villain now going forward? I mean, she's she's a, if she is, she's a different kind of villain. Mm-hmm. Um, her intentions are not evil, but you know, it wouldn't be the first time in cinematic history or in real life that we saw someone well intentioned mm-hmm. become the villain. My guess is that her goal, one way or the other, is to bring back her children. And I think she wants to do it without hurting anybody, um, right. and that and that's why she's studying so hard. But I, one way or another, I think that might be her goal, which might lead her to going through the multiverse and finding a universe where her children exist or, or whatever, and that causing problems. Um, I don't know if she, if I'd call her the villain, she could just be an issue that that mm-hmm. Doctor Strange has to solve. Um, right. Kind of like uh, Loki kind of becomes in some of the later movies. He's not trying to take over the world, but he's just kind of a pain when he shows up. Right, yeah. like in Dark World. and Yeah. I mean, I, I'm still of the mind that they won't make Wanda the central villain. But I, I could be no. very, very wrong about that. My guess is that the villain will be the multiverse itself. Like, I have yeah. a feeling that a lot most of the content that's going to be coming out for the foreseeable future is going to have something to do. It's either going to have to do with space like Captain Marvel or the multiverse Um, Mm -hmm. or well, Shang-Chi is dealing with magic actually. So well, Wanda's Wanda's magic. Well, actually the 10 rings come from space and some, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea what they're going to do with, with Shang-Chi, but I could imagine that this, the multiverse is going to be an overarching problem. And a lot of the content coming out, um, people mm-hmm. dealing with issues from the multiverse or Wanda herself, even maybe. Um, I mean, the most obvious thing is that just in Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, Wanda will be training under Doctor Strange. Right. Which I think would be really cool. And no, then, so I'm still great. excited. So I'm still excited <clears throat> to find out who the villain of that could be. I mean, there's Baron Mordo still. Uh, Baron Mordo still out there somewhere and um was actually interesting and i've forgotten about this but one of the last things he said and dr strange was that the, he said that there are too many sorcerers 
Mm-hmm. Like that was the problem he had. So I could see him maybe, you know, wanting to kill Scarlet Witch. Uh, if, if Agnes knew something was going on, then Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and all the other sorcerers had to have known something was going on. And it yeah. could be Doctor Strange trying to get to her to help her and Baron trying to get to her to kill her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the way we left it off, do you expect, am I assuming that Agnes either has or Agatha either has no powers or very limited powers at this point. Um, I, I, I don't know how much that was taken from her. I'm guessing we, as long as she's inside the runes, but the right. I guess the runes are gone. I don't know. Right. So that's, that's one another... of the things. Well, I, I think they kind of set it back up. I mean, I don't even know what it had, if it had to do with the hex itself or if she cast something totally different. I think says, she has something totally different on her. Because she says, when I need you, I'll know where to find you. Yeah, I think, I think so, you're she'll right. Come back. Right. I think that that's what she did. I think that she basically, this time, intentionally put that spell on. Which is pretty messed up, mm-hmm. man. That's like, that's like torture. Like, that's yeah. like really inhumane and messed up and really dark. And, like, I'm kind of confused as to why Monica and Jimmy are, like, letting that happen. Like, I guess yeah. that was another big issue I had with this final episode was pretty much all the stuff between Agatha and Wanda. I, the fight was very confusing to me because when you really look at it, it's just scenes of Wanda shooting red and Agatha shooting purple mm-hmm. and them screaming. And then, okay, Agatha... <laughs> is absorbing her powers. Okay, gotcha. That's what's going on. Makes sense. Oh, Wanda's mad. She's throwing all of her power because he's angry. Okay, Agatha's absorbing it. Okay, makes sense. You can see Wanda withering away. Makes sense. And then Wanda's like, actually, I casted runes. And then Agatha's like, oh, I don't have power. And then Wanda's like, yeah, I have my power back. Wait, what What happened there? I mean, I I assume that she... And she does have the ability to mess with people's minds. I assume that she's, I mean, she can, you know, change. The, was she know, making she Agatha think that Agatha I was getting all those powers? I think she absolutely was. I think that she was absolutely just putting on the illusion. She still controls at this point all the illusions well, in this. I think this is just the illusion she's she's putting well, out. Well, there's that. And I mean, if we just want to get into really canon answers here and stuff, you know, Sometimes you get into really canon episodes and you really go down the the path of nerdum here where you're, you, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, she's the most powerful being on the planet. Mm-hmm. Can't Agatha really absorb all that power? So do you think that maybe Agatha did absorb the power and then once she, she had absor- it, she was just completely unable to wield it and it just all went back to Wanda and Wanda knew that that was going to be the case. Uh, or she took it back. I think she took back what she, what, what Agatha absorbed. I just don't know that she took all of it. Could she even, if she wanted to? Mm. Yeah. I would guess that Agatha still has her powers. It's just that um, while she's in her little mind, Mm-hmm. control she's just not even going to be able to she's not going to be aware that they even exist and that she can use them um, yeah. which is kind of a dangerous thing um to just le- it's like it's like leaving an atom bomb sitting in the neighborhood and just being <laughs> right. like well there's a there's a there's a lock on it so it's fine right yeah and, That's and not this okay. is where i come down on the the, the few things i mentioned that I, I do have some problems with a few things in the show and I think the the primary story is fantastic. I think that the fight's a little, it's just a little bland. It's there's nothing extraordinarily exciting. The vision thing fight is way more interesting. Um, but I do like where they went with it. I like how it wraps up. I like how it plays out. I don't necessarily love how they got there, but my my real gripe, again, not with the main story, is that. Where, you know, we spent all this time kind of introducing, even though we already knew Jimmy and Darcy, but kind of reintroducing Jimmy and Darcy and introducing Monica, and then they vanish for three episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just to show up and have, like, a little moment at the end. 
Right. I, Elijah I was impressed I with that ice cream truck. Oh. Right. And I was like, but that's it? Darcy says, have mm-hmm. fun in jail? And that's it. Like, I'm kind of confused. What was the point of having Darcy in the show? Like, what right. did she, I mean, she was when we think about it? She, right, she was fun, but like, what did she do plot wise? She discovered the broadcast. Gotcha. Theoretically, mm-hmm. you could have had any other random scientist do that. Jimmy had a substantial role to play, I think. He got Monica there in the first place. Then he continued to play a role. He called the FBI against Hayward. He was kind of Hayward's adversary. He played, in my opinion, played a bit more of an active role. Monica played, obviously, a very active role. Makes perfect mm-hmm. sense why she was there. While Darcy, it just felt like it was fun to include her. But I'm she like, is the person who filled Vision in on everything that was going on. Oh, that's if true. If she doesn't she did give do him that, that information, yeah. he doesn't have any of that when in his in right. his altercation with with White Vision. There. But could they have had Monica do that? They could have, yeah. So you know, it's one of those things. It's like, I mean, I have no issue with the fact Darcy's in it, and I think she's in it because we're going to see a lot more of Darcy mm-hmm. in yeah. the MCU going forward. I think that's the primary reason she's there, kind of reintroducing us to scientist Darcy rather than student Darcy rather than political science, poli sci Darcy. <laughs> right. She was the only uh, um, intern we could but get, we, you know, but even Monica, who we spent a lot of time setting up really just shows up to have her moment at the end. And it's like, well, you really didn't need her, but it's like, yeah. it's like, as you really started trying to hammer home your finale here, you didn't know what to do with your other characters that you had set up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that happens sometimes. And if they had just not shown back up for some reason and we had seen them at the end, but no, they all had to show up and have their little hero moment at the end, which was like, but they weren't really an integral part of the plot for the last two episodes. It's like, they just had to show up to remind us that, yeah, they're still here. Yeah. Right. And, And I don't mind them doing really focusing on Wanda and vision, you know, right. okay. I don't want to be a total hypocrite. Like I'll talk about how whenever Mandalorian at the end of Mandalorian season two, I was like, that was awesome. But maybe there are a little too many cameos and stuff. Cause it kind of took away from the focus of the main characters. And I still stand by that. Obviously it was awesome to have Luke Skywalker and Boba Fett mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, Ahsoka. And, but it did kind of, in my opinion, take away from the focus of the story sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd pr- <laughs> to be honest with myself, if there were too many cameos, I probably would have been like saying the same thing similarly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but with them focusing on Wanda and Vision, mm-hmm. I, I think that fight just really soured me because I think it was so uninteresting. And and one of the reasons I was praising the show so much was because of how different it was from everything Marvel's ever done. And mm-hmm. then at the end, it's kind of like, oh, this is what Marvel does. It was but kind of ironic. Redeem- I'm Go sorry. It, rede- it redeems himself- itself with that incredibly emotional scene at the end with Wanda saying goodbye to her kids mm-hmm. and to Vision. And I, you know when That's Vision terrible. was like, I'm so happy they did that. You know when Vision was like, I must ask before I go. I thought they were going to do a thing where he's like, what? And then he gets wiped away. That would have sucked, right? You know that trope? Mm-hmm. Where it's like I must ask, but then no, they had a conversation. I thought that was mm-hmm. incredible. I li- yeah. and he's like, "What am I?" That's so good. Um, that kind of makes up for it, and mm-hmm. and that was really really good stuff. His no, character a, is so consistent. Yeah, so consistent. Well, he's a he's a brilliant actor, and I, I mean Elizabeth Olsen is a is a really really good actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have incredible chemistry. They really do, which is bizarre because like he could literally be her father. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. Like. I did think about that. They passed through my head. I'm like, that dude's pretty old. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they 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 do really really well together. They they play off each other well. They have great chemistry. Um, yeah. So man, I think I may have cried. It was very sad. Of course, I'm sitting here with my with my kid in my lap. You know, right? It's like, oh, just be warned. Like those kinds of things get way harder to watch after you have kids. <laughs> That's sad. Like the chrono, like the the line, the witch of the wardrobe, man, that first scene when they're like, I, I mean, I didn't even like notice it whenever I was a kid watching it, but like they're, you know, they're putting their kids on a train to like go away. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. their babies are leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, you know, I did think though, like I looked at Andrew after that, I was like, they're not permanently gone. Like, no. I don't, I, I think that she thinks she, she can get them back. 
I think they'll probably end up coming back as older versions. They'll probably like recast, mm-hmm. get some like older like teenagers, and yeah. they'll come back as Wicked and Speed and do something with them. Oh, I um, think so too. In fact, I'm already seeing. There's already a lot of theories out there on that with the Young Avengers that they really already seem to be working very hard towards setting up with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. Cassie Lang and all these That's other true. Yeah, they recasted that, her. Yeah. So they would not have recasted her if she wasn't going to be, like, more important. But that mm-hmm. brings up another point, something um, that else that I tweeted about. Um, I really wish fans would stop speaking theories as if they are fact. Because yeah. it makes things really freaking difficult to read <laughs> because then I'm reading something and I think, oh, they've announced the House of M show? No. People are just saying like, oh my god, House of M's happening. And it's like, what? Because because Wanda exists? Or like, right. oh, they're making a Young Avengers movie. What? what? Oh, there are? Oh, no, you're just saying that because Wiccan is a character that exists. Right. And so you're like, well, they're making a... Mm-hmm. Stop. Like, I was like... Every show I do, like I, I'm a big fan of Attack on Titan, which I should be watching right now instead of doing this podcast. And I can't. I stopped having conversations with this one friend because she's like, "Yeah, Chris is sacrificing her baby," and I'm like, "Wait, what? Did I miss that scene?" She's like, "Yeah, she's sacrificing her baby." I'm like, "Wait, what?" So I go rewatch the whole thing. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She goes, "Oh, well, it's just a theory." That's what you start <laughs> with. That's what. That's what you say. I have a theory that this is happening. Pet peeve. Yeah. Done. <laughs> um. You're short on those. That's the problem. You know, now the Young Avengers thing. I don't have enough opinions. You know, they've really been introducing over the last couple of years. They've introduced so many young characters into the MCU. It seems Uh, like. And they're doing more. I mean, we're introducing Ironheart. We're introducing Miss Marvel. You know, it's. They're not doing that for no reason. Spider-Man. Yes, you've got Spider-Man. I mean, heck, they even had. Uh, I can't think of the characters' names. At Harley, at the end of uh, yeah, at, at the end of Endgame. I mean, you got. I mean, he would be young characters. Yeah, so having him there, I, I can't imagine that they did that for just absolutely no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what the next Avengers title is going to be like. What's the next movie called Avengers? going to be like it's very interesting because Mm -hmm. the question is do you now go to the b team players that are left like okay well now war machine is iron man instead or what or do you do like okay we'll have falcon as captain america and then spider-man and like the younger advent like i think that'd be awesome Mm -hmm. if they do like they keep a legacy around like cap like falcon as captain america and then they maybe do someone who's left like well no you got um uh, Kate Bishop is gonna, so they're not gonna have right. a call guy. So you got Kate Bishop. So, I, I guess you you could have Thor, right? You could have Thor still around mm-hmm. and be on the Avengers, um, because yeah. he's still going strong. So that can be the legacy character right there. Mm-hmm. You can have um, you still have Hulk. You as... can have Hulk, but he's like in a sling and stuff like that. So he can still be on the team, but like, right. So you got the legacy characters there, but then it's all new characters. I think that's a, the perfect way to go. Right. Well, having Hulk around, I mean, you've got. You know, he's really more Banner now than Hulk. He's a Banner yeah. in the Hulk's body. So you've got him there as the scientist. You know, kind right. of, you don't have to have him as the Hulk, especially with the fact they're introducing She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there is a lot of rumor, and and again, it's rumor, it's it's speculation, but you could wind up seeing Red Hulk. I mean, they, there's been rumors about Red Hulk showing up for yeah. a good long time, and uh, he is the, the actor is going to be in this mo- in this show, right? Yeah. So we'll Which see. I, I, I want them to do more with General Ross because they they really could. I would have loved. I have problems with Civil War, like just the idea of Civil War. Um, some of the, there's some plot holes in it, like the Sokovia Accords don't make sense to me. But if they would have like revealed that the whole time it was just like a ploy for General Ross to get to the Hulk, like if that's what's all it's about, then it'll make it worth it. They they should do more of General Ross because like just really ham it up and make them be like not care about anything except getting the Hulk. And that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love yeah. to see. I'd love to see that. Yeah, right. Hayward was pretty much General Ross in this show. I felt you like. know what though. Ross has never quite crossed the line the way Hayward did. That's true. Like, I mean, the thing is, I mean, uh, like, he he literally set 
he did this on purpose. Like he did everything he could to push Wanda over the edge to make her bring vision. I, I want to know. Why, okay. So I'm just trying to put it together in my head. So this whole thing, he pushed it so that he could get Wanda, like a, somehow get a source of Wanda's power. Like he ended up getting with that drone to bring mm-hmm. vision back online. Yeah. He wanted and, to eliminate Wanda and bring vision back yeah. online for his own use. Yeah. And, and why did he want to eliminate Wanda? Because once vision's back online, he has no use for her anymore. Right. So and because she can influence vision, she's pretty much the only thing that has ever compromised so, vision. Right. I was trying to get it together in my head. Cause it, it, it didn't seem super, super clear to me. I don't even, it's not even super, super clear to me. Why is Hayward in trouble? Like, why is he in trouble? Well, why is if, I'm mad at him. If absolutely nothing else, well, we don't know what all they, everybody actually knows at this point. I mean, we know Jimmy yeah. called the FBI on him. Yeah. So whatever Jimmy has accused him of, I mean, as far as shady practices, I mean, I'm assuming yeah. it's a federal position. He's going to at least get audited. But with the FBI, you know, right there at the end, I mean, I think they cemented who he was because you're right. There's this moment where you go, he's just a guy that lived through something really tough and he's trying to make sure it never happens again. Right. So like, is he really that bad? And then he whips out a pistol and tries to shoot the kids. That's true. But he also doesn't believe that the kids are real. I think, but now I'm, I'm, I'm asking like from like the FBI's point of view. Why are they mad at him? Okay, what did so he do? I think that they have probably. Do, do they know that that footage that they saw was doctored? That the footage from the that he showed oh, yeah. them all of Wanda breaking in to steal the body. Because then that because, would be evidence that he's because Jimmy things. knows. Jimmy knows that they have a vision and that they're powering him up, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, he's pretending this whole time, like Wanda's done this and Jimmy can prove that he's doing this. And going back to what you were talking about, is Hayward violating the, with the Sokovia Accord, how it doesn't always make sense, but was Hayward violating the Sokovia Accord by creating a powered synthetic? Good point. Because okay, so I guess what they'd be mad at him about is doing that. Yeah. Because in fact, whenever, um, whenever, Hayward first says, you know, this happened, shows the video, and he rattles off, oh, that's a violation of this chapter and this and this and this and the Sokovia Accords. So, yeah, that's a violation of the Sokovia Accords. Well, and presumably by this point, because Jimmy's seen all the real stuff that Darcy uncovered, that I'm assuming at this point that they know that Hayward, Hayward didn't cause this to happen, but he gave Wanda that push that sent her. He manipulated her. He manipulated Okay. Okay, because so, I. Okay. What's the end of the universe reason he's getting arrested? It's not perfect, but I do think there's enough things there. But I think for the audience, the clincher is that he tries to kill the kids. No, I think you're 100% correct. I think he's definitely a bad guy, but I'm just thinking of it like, why is he getting arrested? Because Wanda did do this on her own and he was trying to stop mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm just thinking from the FBI's point right. of view. I was What's curious the as to. Universe, yeah, what did he for him do arrested? wrong? Right. right. But of course, I do think that he's. A jackass and like i'm happy that he's getting arrested um but that was just a, a something that kind of mm-hmm. stood out to me that was just one of those weird things that along with like i was saying earlier the wanda and agatha fight because that was kind of weird mm-hmm. that that kind of got pushed aside in order to make room for the super emotional stuff with wanda and vision which i think mm-hmm. was worth it i think it was worth yeah, it to do that um but still it still kind of left that little bit of a sour taste in my mouth that um, just didn't work for me. But like I said, I mean, I think it's a fine episode. It's just when I look at the whole show, what I'm going to want to re what I'm going to want to rewatch are like those first five episodes mm-hmm. that are doing something super interesting and different. Yep. And, and the interesting thing about this episode, it was the most in keeping with the existing MCU, like, style but it was a break from anything that they've done yet in this show yeah right so it's and i I am glad that they didn't bring in a big Mm -hmm. character at the end and 
uh, you know, like Mephisto. I'm going to, I'm going to say Mephisto again and see if he appears in the chat again. (laughs) That was weird. But, uh, you know, I'm sort of glad that they didn't do that. And we all said that last week that they really didn't need Mm -hmm. to bring in any, you know, anybody else, Mm -hmm. hero or villain to make this play out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Wanda was, even though there were other people that were kind of minor villains in the show, Wanda is, Wanda was the villain. At mm-hmm. least that's the way the people of Westview see her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she yeah. has to, and she has to accept that. And, and that's part of why she leaves. So mm-hmm. I think so that she doesn't do that again. And of course, you know, we did get confirmation that this was in fact the, the dark hole. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. sort of sadly pushes agents of shield a little further outside of Canon. Um, yep. Because they did the dark hold on that as well. So I'm a little disappointed about that. Poor Agents um, of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> that the show, show treated like a battered housewife. Pretty much. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's interesting and, and it's very likely that that's one of the, the that's the missing book from the library. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, I guess it's a matter of, we know that the dark hold is, it tends to twist the people that use it. At least that's the, I mean, I've kind of seen people comparing it to like the one ring, you know, it's just, it's evil and it corrupts. Is that kind of, kind of the feel you get on it from the comics? Um, pretty much from my, I, I don't think I've ever read a book with the dark hold in it, but I've, I read about it and that's, that's pretty much it. It's, it's, it's a, it's a very powerful thing. It's like, like the one ring, it's very powerful. It can give you a lot of power, but it, it corrupts. It's power that corrupts. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of scary to see, like, it, especially with that in mind, like mm-hmm. what's Wanda going to do now? Like, right. It, I do kind of like where they leave her of being like telling Monica, like, don't ever forgive me. And like, yeah, I fixed this, but like, I'm not gonna like go to jail for it. Like, I'm not gonna face repercussions. Bye. You know what I mean? Like right. a real hero. Like if Captain America had done this, he would have been like, I submit myself. Like for handcuffs, yeah. and he's like, I submit yeah. myself. But she's like, Well, I did this bad thing, but I fixed it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over here now. Peace um, out. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Which I think is actually really interesting, and I kind of mm-hmm. like that now that I'm thinking about it and like sounding it off. Yeah. I mean, every hero is not going to be Captain America or Superman. Right. They're not always yeah. going to do the right thing. And right. I do sort of like that about the character that, you know, she goes off, she disappears. She did fix it. She probably should face repercussions, but she's right. still on a mission to bring her children back. Mm-hmm. And she, I think she does want to try to find a way to do it that like doesn't harm other people at least. Mm-hmm. So right. that's like a good thing. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, she did prove that she she wasn't going to keep her happy ending at all costs. Like whenever she realized the actual human cost, she thought she just kind of was making all these people happy and just sort of suspending yeah. their lives. But when she realized she was actually like, they were actually in pain, you know, that's whenever she finally pulled it down. So she's not willing to keep her happy ending at all costs, but it'll be interesting to see. She has been willing to bend the rules to get what she wants in the past. Right. So she's scary. She's dangerous. Mm -hmm. And I do think it leaves the MCU in a good place. I, I, uh, the, the thing is the show brought up a lot of questions that I don't think I was, I wasn't satisfied with the answers. And I think a lot of fans weren't satisfied with the answers, but when you take that out of the way, Mm Mm-hmm. Overall, great show. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Had some amazing episodes, some really interesting stuff. It did some really cool things, and, and I'm excited for the MCU to like get kicked off again. Yeah, and it it did it does leave things in a very interesting place of like where's it gonna go now? Um, mm-hmm. I cannot wait for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I, I am know. so beyond excited for that. <laughs> I you really hate seen. that we have to wait a little over a year for that one. You should have seen Iana when Andrew told her it was a year out. <laughs> oh my god! Well, at least it, at least Spider Man will kind of like quench our thirst. That's true. And we've got then. a lot of we've got a lot of stuff. I mean, it's not like we're mm-hmm. gonna be, it's not gonna be like last year. It's 
We've yeah, got Black Widow's so, coming any second now. Yeah, Black Widow soon. Before that, we have Captain America. So we'll actually be taking a couple of weeks break from doing this particular show, unless we have something else we want to talk about in the interim. But in just like two weeks, we get less than two Falcon weeks Winter now. Falcon Soldier. Oh yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier and. Um, I'm excited about that. Black Widow right after that, and Loki. And then it's just Loki and Shang-Chi. Yeah, it's, uh, two more movies, Eternals and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. There's so much. It's, it's kind of unreal how much Marvel stuff we're getting this year. Yeah, but, when's Hawkeye coming out? Yeah, I think that's next year. It's got to be soon. They're... Wow. Yeah. And then next year, we're going to get all the other new stuff that's announced. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess we'll do the same okay. show, but for Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Awesome. So we'll, we'll pick it back up for that one. And um, we may no, find something to talk about in between. But this one was kind of the one we created to be our MCU reaction show, specifically for the Disney Plus stuff. We will We could still do our movie episodes, reaction episodes here if we wanted. We'll have to see how we want to handle that. But uh, does anybody have any final thoughts on WandaVision, either this episode or as a whole, before we wrap up? It was a a wild ride. It was a great mystery box of a show that did, I think, explain what was going on uh, pretty well. There were lots of twists and turns throughout it. I guess I just was hoping for one more twist, but... Um, that being said, I still think it was a great show and I don't mean to be negative. I just talked a lot about negatives here because pretty much every other episode of this show, we have not had a single negative to talk about. No, we've just, so, and that's that's the thing. And that's what we strive to do here is we want to be honest. We don't want to just say we liked it because we're trying to be happy. Right. You know, we want to be honest with our opinions here. We're not Westview robots. We get to have opinions. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Now, for a lot of people, I'm sure some of the stuff they showed off was super cool. To me personally, a lot of the stuff was just like, like the scroll and Monica. Like, I, I, I was like, okay, so she's gonna be in Captain Marvel too. Yeah, we knew that, but right, cool, I guess. And then the Scarlet Witch thing, I was like, so she's in a lake and she's reading the book. That's what I figured she was doing anyway, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, where I was kind of like, but for some people. They're like, this is the most exciting thing ever. Like, this is so cool and good. Great for them. I'm, I'm happy yep. that it's got people hyped up. Yep. But don't get too hyped because um, might get disappointed. Right. That's, you know, that's the thing is the fan culture, you know, and all of the talking and the speculating, mm-hmm. it's fun. But there's just, it's, it's, it's a little much. Side. It's like the stuff from Mephisto, like there's nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were things that were kind of hinting towards it, but like mm-hmm. that was like a little out there. Same with Doctor Strange. But then there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that I'm still going to stand by my statement of like, yeah, there there were reasons fans were thinking the things they were thinking. It wasn't coming out of nowhere. Yeah, and that's true. And and I think the show did deliberately write certain things to make fans think certain things to get right. people hyped for the show and right. get views and get ratings. Yeah. But then didn't deliver, which is, you know, and like, like I said, in a week, I'm not going to care. I'll just be able to watch it and enjoy it for right. what it is. But right. subverting expectations. At least it didn't, at least it didn't do <laughs> what Game of Thrones did uh, with subverting expectations. I'll, 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 I'll give them that. Yeah. You got to give them that. <laughs> it could be worse. Yeah. Could be worse. Could be a lot worse. So do you have any other final thoughts before we wrap up? No, I, um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought. You know, it wasn't perfect. I, I think that I personally would have liked it if he kept the kind of some of this, the feel of the rest of the show a little more. Um, yeah. But it definitely hit all the emotional notes I felt like it needed to hit. I mean, and I'm not going to lie, like I really wanted for her to swing away to at least keep the children. since we, Especially since we know there's still vision out there. Like, I really did not want to see uh, uh, her, them go to bed and disappear. That's not what I was hoping. Yeah. No, that was, that was pretty gut wrenching. That was, that was hard. That's, uh, but it, it's going to be interesting. It, that leaves 
so many possibilities open mm -hmm. for where they're going to go with it. And, yep. and I love this show. I, I love the stuff, you know, and talking about it gets more like the MCU. Well, if the MCU is our reality, if that's real life within right. this universe, then yeah. what we did across these nine episodes is went from about as far from reality as we could go. And mm -hmm. we gradually moved more into reality as Wanda accepted mm -hmm. her loss. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, it is a, it is a masterful telling of a story about grief. Yeah. yeah. You know, for what it may lack in the, the fights at the end and all that, it is a, it is wonderful, a wonderful story. One of the best stories that I've ever seen done that, that really hammers home what grief is like. Mm -hmm. You know, and this whole idea of, you know, and, and Monica was kind of our eyes into the world. And, and at the end, she's like, you know, I don't blame you. Like, honestly, if I had your power, if I had your powers, I would bring my mom back. Mm -hmm. I know I would. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Though I do think Monica is maybe a little too easy on her with, you know, the, the thought that she was like torturing people for weeks, basically. Right. right. Um, which also kind of like got me. I was like, that's one thing I was like, I get that Monica and Jimmy on her side, but like, mm -hmm. like, you know, maybe be a like Monica was like freaking practically bowing down to Scarlet Witch. Like, Oh, you're like <laughs> no criticism of her at all, which kind of got yeah. to me. I'm like, you I think though that she, all. I think she understands that like it was, she sincerely thought that these people were happy and her, like she, she really did, like totally believe that that aspect. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. still Wanda never understood until they told her that they were right. feeling her pain. Right. Whew. I mean, yeah. it's still definitely um, morally gray to just make a whole bunch of these people, you know, your puppets. Even no, it is. She's happy definitely puppets. the villain of this series. There's absolutely no doubt about it. You that. know, even happy puppets, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's that's pretty much. I think that's a good place to wrap up for the night. This is our our by far our, by far our longest of these shows. But well, that's kind of fitting. Finale yeah. wrap up yeah. finale. Yeah. All right. But uh, Marisha, where can people find you? Online? You can find me on my website, princessesandpadawans.com. Um, if you're not expecting anything of a recent nature, <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram. I am princesses underscore and underscore padawans on instagram and i am p padawans on twitter all right david uh you guys can find me on twitter at david underscore jg peoples all right and i'm andrew gore you can find me running the twitter account for this show at sci underscore fictionary you can drop us a line at the sciencefictionary.com you can find us at red5network.com and red at red5network on twitter where you'll find our podcast as well as the rest of our Red 5 podcast family. And until next time, live long and prosper. <laughs>